Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife, Beth. Let's talk about one of the ultimate keys to achieving victory over every enemy in our everyday lives. Mm. It's a key that's known but frequently taken for granted by many believers. Exodus 17.10, 17.10, Message Bible. Joshua did what Moses ordered in order to fight Abimelech, and Moses and Aaron her went to the top of the hill. It turned out that whenever Moses raised his hand, Israel was winning. But when he lowered his hands, Abimelech was winning. But Moses' hands got tired, so they got a stone to sit under him, and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on each side. So the hands remained steady until the sun went down. Joshua defeated Amimelech and his army in the battle. First, it's important that you be submitted to authority before going into battle. Some believers want a, well, they want to be a spiritual lone ranger. That's not God's plan or his system for success. Joshua was a man under authority. You will never be in authority till you understand how to operate under authority. So true. You have a great teaching on that, by the way. It's easy to be under authority when things are going well or the way you want. But the real test comes when you disagree with the direction of the leader, but you continue to submit. Living your life under authority is well-pleasing to God. 1 Peter 2, 13 through 17. 1 Peter 2, 13 through 17, Message Bible. Make the master proud of you being good citizens. Respect the authorities, whatever their level. They are God's emissaries for keeping order. It's God's will that by doing good, you might cure the ignorance of the fools who think you're a danger to society. Exercise your freedom by serving God and not by breaking the rules. Treat everyone you meet with dignity. Love your spiritual family. Revere God. Respect the government. We cannot, we cannot account for what everyone else does, but we will give account for everything we think, say, and do. Understand this. Authority is important to God. That is so true. Mm. Second, Get above the fray or outside the camp as you can see clearly the choices before you. Exodus 17, 10. Exodus 17, verse 10 says, And Moses and Aaron and Hur went to the top of the hill. When making decisions in battle, you need a clear vantage point. You know, in the Civil War, commanding generals from the north and the south most often found a vantage point on opposite hilltops where they could watch the action below. Generals Ulysses S. Grant and William Tecumseh Sherman, they changed the tactics of war, which gave the Northern armies a decided advantage. If you're in a battle, you need to get above the conflict so you can have a clear perspective. In order to make a proper godly decision, it's truly imperative that you create an environment free from the distractions. Get into a quiet place where you can hear God. In other words, it's a place where no one else is talking and anything else going on to draw your attention away and break your focus. In God's presence is a place where you can relax and hear from him. Psalm 9999 Message Bible said, 
God's a safe house for the battered, mm-hmm. a sanctuary during bad times. The moment you arrive, you relax. You're never sorry. You knocked. Wow. You know, by mentally and spiritually being prepared, by opening our hearts to receive, then God can send what we need to know our way. We need, like we said earlier, to rise above the fray so that we can see things from God's point of view, not just ours. When we do that, then we know that victory will become ours. Third, by simply raising his hands, the tide of the battle changed. Exodus 17.10, message Bible. It turned out that whatever Moses, whenever Moses raised his hands, Israel was winning. Moses raised his hands. The good guys began to win, and the bad guys started to lose. Whenever we raise our hands in the midst of a battle, we win. It doesn't matter how strong the adversary is. Your adversary may be dead or financial bondage. It might be an attack of the enemy on your health or an attack against your family and marriage. As Moses' hands penetrated the air, an invisible force was released into the spiritual realm. That's exactly what happens to us when we praise God for past victories in the midst of an attack. Our praise empowers our performance. Wow, that's good. Our praise empowers our performance and allows us to pierce the enemies allied against us. It's universally recognized that a soldier raising hands in battle means he's surrendering. He's giving up the fight, laying down his weapons in defeat. When the children of God raise their hands during the battles of life, it's the first step away from certain defeat and toward ultimate victory. Hallelujah. Raising your hands in praise to God supplies recognition, signifies recognition and acknowledgement and affirmation of his awfulness, awesomeness, his absolute majesty in every situation. As your hand, hear this, please. As your hands go up and your praise comes forth, you ensure that a supernatural force, an undefeatable ally, is ushered onto the scene to do battle on your behalf. Wow. Fourth, <clears throat> weariness brings defeat. Exodus 17.10 says, hear this. But whenever he lowered his hands, Amalek was winning. But Moses' hands got tired. You know what? When you get weary, you just don't think straight. When you get weary, you don't make the wisest decisions. When you get weary, it's difficult to think beyond your imagination with a supernatural creativity. When you get weary, sometimes you think it's easier to accept defeat. Don't let that happen. Galatians 6, 9, 6, 9 in the classic Amplified Bible says, And let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint and acting nobly and doing right. For in due time yes. and at the appointed season, yes. we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and fate. Wow, that's good. You know, this scripture applies in so many areas of our lives, especially when it comes to sowing and reaping. Don't give up. The enemy wants you to get weary in your giving. He'll do what he can to delay your harvest and frustrate your faith, but never allow him the satisfaction. Boy, that's what keeps me going. I go, I'm not giving him the satisfaction because you may be weary today, but your due season is on the way and he cannot 
stop it from happening. Fifth, bring in the Calvary to the rescue. Yay! I grew up loving Western movies and television shows. When it looked like defeat was certain, you'd hear the bugle, and you knew the Calvary was on the way. Hallelujah. Exodus 17.10, Message Bible, continues by saying, So they got a stone and set it under him. He sat on it, and Aaron and her raised up his hands on one on each side. So his hands remained steady until the sun went, went down. down. Even great leaders can get weary in the midst of battle. That's why they must have someone to assist them, keep their hands lifted up. That's why the Father gave us the Holy Spirit as our unseen partner that will always strengthen us, keep our hands lifted in recognition of His majesty and the acknowledgement of His divine power. You may be under attack at this very moment, but the Lord hmm. is saying to you, regardless of your current adversity, whether it's relatively new or been around for a long time, never give up. Our Heavenly Father even gives us a specific direction about how we're to pray. Ecclesiastes 6, 18, 16, 18, New Century Version. Pray in the Spirit at all times with all kinds of prayers, asking for everything you need. To do this, you must always be ready and never give up. Always pray. All God's people. Romans 12 11, 12 11, contemporary English version. Never give up. Eagerly follow the Holy Spirit and serve the Lord. Personalize that verse. Debbie will never give up, but will eagerly follow the Holy Spirit and serve the Lord. Annie Ruth will never give up. That's my mama, by the way. This hmm. Annie Ruth. This Annie Ruth will never give up. Or eagerly follow the Holy Spirit and serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Beverly, well. The one in Washington, D.C. My friend. But yes. you could put me in there. You could but anyway. <clears throat> we'll never give up. That's right. Eagerly follow the Holy Spirit and serve the Lord. As you pray, get out in front of the battle. Begin praising God for the victory of the areas of your life that I'm under been under the greatest demonic assault. Even before you see the victory, experience its manifestation. Mm. Six, when we remain faithful to the word, even in the midst of the battle, regardless of the intensity of the battle, or how hopeless things may look in the natural, victory is coming. Exodus 17.10, 17.10 says, in the Message Bible, actually it concludes by saying, Joshua defeated Amalek, and its army in battle. You know, the children of Israel won a great victory, and so can we, because yes. they paved the way. God paved the way through Jesus. It doesn't matter how difficult the problem, or even seemingly impossible the circumstances, or hopeless the situation. I always think about, always think about Joseph in the prison. How hopeless and how impossible did those circumstances look like? Because we, the point is, we have the authority and the right. See, we have so much more than even Joshua had. I mean, uh, Joseph. Did I say Joshua? Joseph has. We have the authority and the right to energize the Holy Spirit to fight and ensure our victory by using the Word of God. That's how we fight our battles. This Word of the Lord was given to us last night, early this morning, about those who are 
in the midst of a battle. Yes. Raise your hands and praise the Lord because your victory is on the way. We to want you. to say that again. Raise your, your hands, hands and, and praise, praise him. him. That's right. For your victory is on the way. Yes, Don't it doubt it. That's it's right. in the word of God. That's right. It's yours. It is Claim yours. Claim it. Manifest Hallelujah. it. Walk in it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Make it the most sensational Saturday you've had in a long time. Amen. We're believing. That's right. For you. We're praying for, for you. you. Ain't no doubt. Mm-mm. Well, until tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Bye-bye.